Pressure builds in my ears as I glance down at the black wallet gripped tightly in my shaking hands. Tell Bob. Oh my God. I have to tell Bob. My gut sinks. So many questions will be raised. Questions I'm not ready to answer. But it needs to be done. This is urgent. I dress as quickly as I can in my sweatpants and tea, pocket the wallet, and make my leave. Before I exit, I glance around the room, Marco's room. Lowering my gaze, I shake my head in disgust. So fucking stupid. You sure know how to pick em, cat. My heart races as I think hard about what I'm going to say to the man who raised me, the man who treats me as his own, the man who would kill for me. I come up blank. First James, now this. I'll never live this down. I run a hand through my knotted hair and walk down the hall, out of the dorms towards Mirage. Suddenly, I pause mid-step. My heart skips a beat. Act natural, don't panic. I close my eyes and draw in a deep breath before stepping into Mirage. My eyes widen. I blink. It's empty. No one's here, thank God. I let out a breath I hadn't realized I was holding and make my way to the church. The closer I get, the angrier I become. How dare he? He knew. He knew, and he still took my virginity. Yes, he said he was an asshole, but I had no idea it stemmed this deep. I thought we had a connection, a common interest. I thought we were one and the same. I was wrong. We aren't alike at all. He played me like a finely tuned violin, and I let him. I'm livid. Rage bubbles in my belly, like a volcano threatening to erupt and unleash its fury on anything that dares get close enough to it. I grit my teeth and growl, fuck. I pass my garden without so much as a glance and throw the kitchen door open. But it's empty, too. I sigh. Irritation has me muttering, where the hell is everyone? The quicker I do this, the better. This isn't something I can hide and hope it goes away. My chest heaves. Panting, I run up the stairs to my room and walk the hall, checking every room for signs of life. It seems I've been abandoned this morning. The last place I think to look is Bob's office. Bob. My heart stutters and clenches painfully. Poor Bob. He will not take this well. Shuffling to the office door, I swallow hard and knock lightly. Come in, calls Frankie. I stare down at the door handle a moment, wondering if I should enter at all. It would be so much easier to pretend I don't have a big hole burning in my pocket in the shape of a man's wallet. Unsteadily, I grip the handle and open the door. Frankie, dressed in her habit, sits behind Bob's desk, going over paperwork that needs to be filed. She glances up at me and beams. Morning, kiddo. Heard you nailed it last night. One brow rises and she utters huskily, or should I say, nailed Mr. Hike. 
My face burns and she chuckles. You little hussy, who knew? I clear my throat. Is Bob around? Her smile falls. No, sweet girl, he got called out to the Fontaines. I immediately alert. The Fontaines? Mrs. Fontaine, the librarian in town, is the sweetest woman alive. She and Ari took turns giving me lessons in French throughout my childhood. Not necessarily something I need to know, but knowing two languages is better than one in my opinion. If something happened to Mrs. Fontaine...